Um, welcome. This is our eighth week. No, with Southeast Asia, it's our, our seventh week together. So that's awesome. And this time I brought, uh, for the first talk, I brought Ignacio, Ignacio Gallo. He used to be a swimmer for Spain. He swam in the United States, and then he's been coaching in the United States for 10 years at Florida International University. He's the associate head coach. They only have women, but, um, but I think the message, what he has to explain about life coaching, uh, he, he gave that message to the Spanish people, Spanish coaches, last week, and it was really, really good. So I think all of us can learn a lot, not just to be able to coach better, but as, as just of personal growth. Right? So uh, he's going to present it, and then we can ask him questions, and we can you know, start the conversation. All, right? all you, Ignacio. Okay, well, first of all, uh, thank you, Sergio, for the presentation and uh, the introduction and uh, you know for the opportunity to to do this uh, uh, presentation uh, let me go ahead and try to share the screen um, so i can show uh your sharing screen okay are you are you seeing the presentation yeah. right now yes okay perfect so let me uh put it in view uh Slideshow. There we go. Perfect. Uh, everybody can see it here. Okay. Very, very good. So, um, so what I'll, what I'm going to be talking about today, it's uh, uh, life coaching um, and what life coaching is and what. Uh, life coaching skills are there and I'm going to talk about a few of them and more important I'm going to talk about how I implement these life coaching skills to uh, you know swim coach okay, with my team uh, and um, the, the goal to to unlock the, the potential the true potential of each one of our swimmers um, so how I want to run this session um, again I, I want to make this as interactive as, as possible so I'm going to make this little presentation first. Uh, I'm going to try to stay between 20 and 30 minutes, try not to go over that. And then I, I definitely want to open up for, for debate questions or, or you know anybody that wants to share uh, their thoughts on this or how they implement some of the skills uh, with their team, because I'm sure a lot of these skills are not by any means new to anybody. And I'm sure you've, you've heard some of this before or you're probably using it with your team. Okay, so first of all, I want to be clear. Um, I, I am a college swim coach. Uh, that's my main job. That's what I do. Um, I have goals, you know, like many of you do too as well. You know, I want to win. Uh, we want to. I want to keep winning conference championships. I want to um, help the team uh, to elevate to a new level. I want to help our athletes to get faster, right? So all those goals, we're all in the same page here with with the goals. Uh, but uh, what I want to talk to you about is the benefits that life coaching uh, brings to uh, swim coaches or any sport coaches for that matter. Okay, uh, the basic idea of life coaching is uh, connecting with the athlete in, in an emotional and deeper level. Okay, so what love, life coaching does is it encourages uh, the athletes to invest in, in personal growth. Okay, so when we talk about life coaching, 
we're talking the major concept is personal growth okay and uh, what you do when you invest in this what you're going to see in return is the satisfaction that the athletes uh, you see how they unlock their true potential that they all have in the thing okay so again this is the, the concept behind it and we're going to start breaking it up uh, as we move along okay um so i'm going to go to the next Okay, so for some reason, let me see. All right, here we go. So, and, you know, uh, Sergio already introduced me. My name is Ignacio Gallo, uh, and I'm an associate head coach uh, for the University of Florida International. Uh, we're down here in, in Miami, Florida, and I coach uh, the women's swimming and diving team. Okay, so we have about 30 athletes, and that's uh, about 25 swimmers and five divers. Um, something very unique about our team is that it's very international. We have like around 65 to 70% of our athletes are all international from different countries. So we have a very diverse, uh, culturally diverse team, which is a pretty interesting thing about our team. Okay. Uh, we compete in the division one. Uh, there's three different divisions uh, at the NCAA level. We are in division one and we are in the conference USA. That's the, the, there are different conferences within Division One. We're Conference USA, and uh, we're happy to say that we've uh, won our six uh, conference championships this year, uh, six consecutive championships. So uh, that's something uh, you know that we're we're very proud of. <clears throat> um, now back to what I was saying, right? Like I, I'm a, a, a swim coach, uh, like most of you, uh, I'm swimming, and uh, you know I have goals of, of winning and getting to the next level with our team, right? Uh, but I realized that uh, just recruiting and, and, and working on, on training wasn't enough, right? I, I realized that if I wanted to make uh, an, an edge on my, on my training uh, or developing athletes, I had to identify different areas for improvement, okay? So uh, the first thing I did, I started identifying myself as a coach, okay? I started looking at where my strengths were and where my weaknesses are, okay? Now, I want to say that as a coach, I, I, I want to look at, at coaching uh, from a, a holistic approach, right? I like to work the body, of course, you know, that's where we put all the time in, in the pool and training and, and in the weight room and so forth. Um, I like to work the mind, right? Uh, the, the intense workouts, the, the strengthening of their mindsets and, and, and all that as well. And then uh, there is the emotional side of it. And, and this is what we're going to talk a little bit about. And again, as I mentioned, I work with female athletes, and, and I realized that if I wanted to make a bigger impact uh, and help them improve and get better, I had to uh, improve this area of uh, emotional, okay, the, the emotional area. And, and this is where I realized that I had to uh, connect better with my athletes. I had to learn how to communicate better. Uh, I didn't uh, have the skills. And I realized, okay, this is a weakness of mine. I gotta get better if I wanna get more out of them, okay? So with this, uh, this is where I, I, uh, I dig a little bit more. I research more the, the concepts of uh, emotional intelligence, okay? It's a concept I'm sure uh, most of you or everybody here has heard about before. Um, and basic, basic definition is, is the capacity to connect, change, control, and understand our own emotional states and others. Right. So uh, basically, what this is saying is that there's 
many concepts that you consider in this definition. definition. Uh, but basically what it's saying is that if you can learn to control your, your own emotions, uh, you will have the power to control your own destiny, and, and therefore you have the opportunity to unlock your true potential. Okay, uh, this is something that engulfs this this uh, wide uh, concept. Okay, another thing that touches a little bit the, this concept is the, the evaluation and reflection of value your value system um, and, your, uh, and your limiting beliefs. Okay, this is something that we also talk about within the emotional intelligence. And then finally, the the, the big word that that we use it's personal growth right and this is what life coaching which i'm going to talk about here in a minute is what it's all about okay life coaching is about uh helping athletes with the personal growth okay so what it, it hit to me is uh some, some of the hot uh topics you know that that we see in all sports right and i'm sure everyone here's coaches uh may deal with with their athletes or may have or may do today um, and, you know, one big one is mental health. Okay. I think especially nowadays, this is a, to a topic that we see it all the time, right? I'm talking about stress. I'm talking about anxiety, uh, depression, eating disorders, right? And some, sometimes, uh, a, a good majority of the time, some of these, uh, uh, issues are very deep and, and, you know, they have to seek uh, professional help and it's out of our hands. But I do believe that a lot of the time, uh, if you assist the athletes with the skills, with the right skills, they, they'll be able to uh, to uh, go over some of these uh, issues on their own. And they don't need anybody else but their own and the willingness to work on their personal growth. Okay. Uh, another hot topic that you see with pretty much 99% of your athletes is going to be fears. Okay. And facing the fears, fears of failure. Uh, the fears of rejection, fears of disappointment, okay, and then the fear of disappointment, this is a big one, okay, um, you know, sometimes we put so much pressure on our athletes as coaches, or, or not just us, but the parents and, and previous coaches, that uh, the athlete starts uh, developing a fear to, to disappoint you as a coach, uh, and this is a big, a big, a big issue, right, and, and I think as a coach, you, we have the, we have to identify these fears so we can help and guide the athlete to overcome them, all right? So again, uh, I looked at all this, uh, I dig into all this concept of intel emotional intelligence, and then I asked myself, okay, now what do I do with all this? Okay, I somehow, I gotta still work on connecting with my athletes better. Um, and this is when I came to the concept of life coaching, okay? I did uh, about five or six years ago, I started digging into more what, what life coaching is, and I, I, there is a certification, okay, there is a certification about it where they teach you and, and allow you to practice all these set of tools and skills that help you connect better with, with people, okay, uh, in this case with, with clients or in our case with athletes, okay. So let's touch a little bit on what life coaching is, okay. Uh, first, I'm going to tell you what it's not, okay. Some people say, what, what is a life coach? Is that a therapist? Well, it's not a therapist. Um, it's not a psychologist. A life coach does not want to uh, look into the past, okay? Uh, and it's not a consultant. It's not somebody that you're asking for advice or, or help you move forward, okay? So, <clears throat> excuse me. What a life coach is, is a guide that helps a client, in our, in our case, an athlete, 
to maximize their true potential by using some powerful tools to achieve desired goals of personal growth. Okay, so with this definition, I want to mark three important things. Okay, that you're a guide, a guide that you're going to help the athlete get to the true potential. There is going to be a usage of powerful tools, and the, and the main topic that you use the life coaching is evolving personal growth. Okay, so that, that's the main part of life coaching. Now, what are some of the goals of a life coach? Okay, well, a life coach uh, helps the client, the athlete in our case, right, to unlock mental struggles and move forward in life. So what this means is that they look at where they are today and how we're going to move forward. Okay, what is next? Okay, so based on everything you're telling me, what are we willing to do? Okay, uh, in coaching, we call this moving from a catabolic energy or a destructive energy to a anabolic or more constructive energy. Okay, so in life coaching, they teach uh, they teach you that there is seven type of uh, energy levels. Okay. I'm not going to go into each one of them, but I'm just going to give you basically what it is. Okay, so pretty much the first levels are, again, the catabolic energy, which is the destructive energy. It's uh, the energy of the, uh, being uh, unconscious mind. is the energy of being a victim. Uh, is the energy uh, you work in emotions like anger, uh, being defiant, um, having a strong ego. Okay, those are like the first level category of energy, right? The catabolic energy. And then the anabolic energy, okay, it's a constructive energy, as I said. Um, it's a conscious, you work your conscious mind. Uh, you take responsibility of your actions and, and your reactions. Uh, you work your inner peace. Um, there is non-judgment, okay? So all these things, there is a big difference. So in, an air, in our daily life, okay, we, we work from one energy to another with different situations of life, okay? Sometimes, uh, using a, a more catabolic uh, type of energy, it's okay to solve some issues that we have at the moment. Now, it will be for short term because it takes a lot out of you, but sometimes being angry can get you somewhere and you can solve some situations. But the idea of, of uh, life coaching, uh, life coach is to move uh, from that uh, catabolic to more anabolic. You want to have the client to to take responsibility of their actions. They want to take responsibility of their own instead of blaming others for your circumstances and your situation, okay? Um, so again, uh, you're taking responsibility. And then the last thing uh, that I want to talk in this uh, topic of goals for life coach is, is a, a coaching principle, okay, that says all the answers to our questions lie within, which means Life coaching is not about sitting with your athlete and telling them all the answer or telling them all the truth. No. The idea of life coaching is that they, all the answers to your athlete's questions, they have them. And, and here's the, 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 the game is to help guide the athlete get to those answers without you telling them how to get there. Okay. That's the game of the life coaching. Okay. So. What I want to do next, I want to, uh, you know, talk about some of the skills. I'm going to talk about three major skills that I use on a daily basis with my athletes, okay, to use them uh, to help them work on this personal growth and be able to achieve their own goals, okay? Um, in life coaching, there's hundreds of skills. 
And I'm sure a lot of you have heard this and probably used them. So what I want to do here is just to bring more consciousness and awareness to those skills and how to proper use them and what's the meaning behind them and, and, and why you use them like this, okay? So the skill number one uh, is called acknowledge and validate, okay? When do you use this skill? Well, you use it in an scenario when you as a coach see an opportunity to help an athlete grow in a personal level. So let's say you're, you're sitting with an athlete, you know, they're telling you about this and the other, and all of a sudden they open up to you, they feel comfortable, right? Because they, this is where the coaching sessions come in is when they feel comfortable with you. Uh, and they start opening up to you about uh, some limiting beliefs that you have. And you're able to recognize that as a coach. So that's an open opportunity for you to uh, acknowledge and validate. Okay, so what is acknowledge and validate? So acknowledge is basically saying, I'm listening to what you're saying. And I want to make a note here, okay? When you listen, you don't hear what you tell you, why they, what they tell you, so you can then respond. No, listening is about sitting, okay? And hear, uh, listening intuitively, meaning that you're putting yourself in their shoes. You're listening with empathy, okay? And really saying, I'm, I'm here and I'm listening, right? So that's what acknowledge is. And then validate is basically saying, you, you, have the, you have all the right to feel that way. You're validating their feeling, you're seeing their perspective, and you're doing this with no judgment, okay? And I wanna emphasize this no judgment because as a life coach, you do not judge your athletes in this case, right? You just you let them express your, themselves and you just listen. Now, again, this might not be, you don't might not use life coaching skills in the pool, right? Because the pool is a different place where you're, you're coaching, you're, you're, you're telling them what to do and, and your opinion matters. And you might have to judge in many ways. These are sessions that you do with your athletes and where you build this connection outside the pool, okay? So here's an example uh, of a acknowledge and validate uh, how you use the skill, right? So the swimmer says, uh, I try to better my times every day. But it seems like no matter what I do, I cannot drop time. I am starting to feel a failure, right? When you hear an athlete say something like that, first of all, they're acting, they're already acting in a low energy level, right? In a catabolic energy level, because you can sense there is a victim a little bit. I'm starting to feel a failure. Um, the world is up to get me. Uh, I'm blaming people, right? I'm a failure. Um, so the coach has to see that. And then the first thing you're going to do is acknowledge, okay? What I hear you say is that you're putting a lot of effort, but you have not reached your goals yet, okay? So you're acknowledged and you're using the, you have not reached your goals yet. You wanna take a little bit of that weight of that negative energy or uh, destructive energy that they were using, okay? And the next thing you would do, you, you validate by saying, it is very understandable that you feel that way. Now notice I'm saying this in a third person, okay? Because not necessarily you need to agree uh, this is not about that. It's about uh, making them see that their feeling is, is valid and their feeling is, is correct for this for the moment. So that's why you use this third person where you say it is very understandable to uh, that you feel that way. Uh, and also I want to say you never say, you try not to, you, you try to avoid saying, I perfectly understand how you're feeling. And why is that? Well, very simple because we don't feel the same way. Okay, sometimes as coaches, we feel like, oh, yeah, I've been there before. I feel exactly, I know what you're feeling. 
maybe their situation is completely different. Maybe uh, it's the same situation, but the feeling is completely different, and, and we're never going to understand that from each other. So that's why you always remove yourself from first person and you go into third person. Okay. So again, that's the skill of acknowledging validated. Okay. All right. The, the next skill I want to uh, show you is the using the empowering question. And honestly, this is the major skill that you use on a daily basis. And the more you use it, the better you get at it. It's like practice. Okay. So what is this empowering question? Well, all I was telling you so far is that life coaching is about helping the athlete move from a catabolic energy to an anabolic energy without giving your opinion and without judgment. So how you do that is using the question. Okay, you use these empowering questions uh, to help them reflect. You, you use these empowering questions to help them um, challenge their limiting beliefs without you telling them, okay, you, you have a limiting belief or, or you know, you, you're judging the situation, right? So what is an empowering question? An empowering question is an open-ended question. So these are questions that start with what, when, how, where. Okay, these are open-ended questions. Uh, in empowering, when you use empowering questions, you've got to avoid closed-ended questions. Okay, you cannot, uh, you don't want to uh, use questions where the answer is a yes or no. So for example, here, are you trying your best? Yes or no? There is, you're not giving the opportunity for the athlete, okay, to grow uh, uh, or, or, or to work on their personal growth, okay? If you're just using a yes or no. You gotta use the open-ended questions so they you help them reflect a little bit deeper, okay? And another thing is uh, avoiding the why question. And why is that? Because they provoke judgment. Every time you say, well, why are you doing this? You're already telling them you have an opinion about it, right? So you wanna avoid the why question. Okay, so what are some good examples of empowering questions? And this is just some examples. There are thousands of questions, and I'm sure you can come up with even better ones. Okay, but I'm going to go through a few with you here. Okay, so for example, when you come up with a solution, what positive changes uh, would you sh would show up in your life? All right, what holds you back from achieving your goal? Okay, that's an amazing question. Okay, what holds you back from achieving your goal? What holds you back from moving forward in life? Okay. What changes would you need uh, would you, would need to happen? Okay, what is your intuition telling you? I love this question, right? Um, when when you when you challenge the athlete to go from a from a thinking to a feeling, this is a great movement. Okay, you cannot go wrong with that. Okay, and, and a lot of them are going to be well, I don't know, I don't know, right? But the idea is with these questions, if you are uh, it's like you are you're planting seeds, right? Uh, many times you're not going to get an answer right away. And that's perfectly okay. Maybe you ask another question, or maybe you say, "Okay, well, that's that's it. I'll let you. I'll let you just reflect on that." Okay. The uh, the idea of the empowering questions is not to get an answer right away. Okay. Um, and for this, I want to make I want to make a parenthesis because maybe some of you are saying, "Well, um, I, I coach I coach teenagers. You know, I coach kids. They're in their world. They don't ask some of these questions. They they don't even they don't care about this, right?" And, and yes, I said that I work with female athletes, which they're a lot more into emotional intelligence. And, and better yet, I work with 18 to 22 year old, which, which uh, you know, I can definitely use the skills even more. But what I want to say, though, is that there is no age limit on this. 
I would say I'm not an age group coach, but if any of you are, I definitely encourage you to start using these skills right away. Okay, it's like uh, meditation. I know some of you. I know Sergio uh, has taught a lot of meditation to his athletes, and he's done it with when he was in, in in high school as well. I think this is a skill that that you learn right away. And actually, meditation is another skill that you see in some of these coaching uh, life coaching because it helps you bring awareness to your life. Uh, so the the sooner you start with some of these skills, the better. Now, you're going to get some response, some respond better than others, of course. It's like everything. But this is not about getting a, an, an answer or a result right away. You're just planting seeds because one day, for some will be a week, for some will be a month, and for some will be a year or more, they'll have a breakthrough in their life. And everything that they've been taught and everything that they've been challenged with it starts making sense in their life. Okay, and now you've made a true impact in your life. And to me, that's very, very crucial. So I want to emphasize this is not just, well, are they in this level or not? No, there is, in my opinion, there is no levels. You can start applying these skills right away. Okay. And then the last skill I want to bring up is goal setting, right? This is a skill that everyone here has probably worked, and you might be working with your athletes already on this, right? Uh, now, what I've I want to make an emphasis on the goal setting is that you have to have them write it down, okay? Uh, goal setting is not about saying, okay, what are your goals? And then they say it and nothing does anything about it, right? Uh, goal setting is only important. It only works when you have them really dig into it deeper, when you have them, when you have them challenge themselves into that goal, when you have them reflect on it, when you have them have a plan to achieve it. Right, and you and they write it down. Because when you write it down, you start committing more and more, and you start making it real. It's not anymore something that you wish. It's something that you start working towards. And why goal setting is important in life coaching? Well, very simple. Because what what I said is, uh, we want to move the athlete from from this from where they are today. The goal, uh, sorry, life coaching is about moving them forward. Okay, and what better way to move them forward than setting goals? Okay. So I have this little tool here we call Aim Smart. Okay, uh, basically what you do is that with Aim you're trying to target the goal to be more specific. Okay, and what you do here is you're trying to see what is realistic, what you really want to accomplish, what is realistic, right? So the A stands for acceptable. So what is the minimum that you want that you can do, right? The I the I stands for ideal. What is the maximum that you can do? And then the M is for that medium point where you say, okay, what's in the middle? What is realistic? Okay, so now they have something more centered to it. Okay, you let them start the thinking process and the committing process. Okay, and then the word smart is for uh, to break down more specifically the, the goal into different steps and then answer some questions here. Uh, and again, writing everything down, right? So the S starts for specific. Excuse me, how specific is your goal? And how many steps does the goal have, right? And have them write every single step of the way. Okay, well, I want to become a national champion. Okay, well, what is, how, how do you, what are the, the steps? Okay, well, I got to start eating better. I got to start eating, uh, sleeping eight to nine hours a day. I got to start doing this, that, 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 right? Most of the time, you're going to see that they know, they know this stuff. They just haven't really put it all in writing. Okay, measurable. So how, how are you going to measure the success of each of these steps? Okay, that's important to, to also have them plan. 
A starts for accountability. So who's going to hold you accountable for this, right? Sometimes they'll say, well, just me. But it's good to encourage them to, to have them share the goal with other people, whether a coach or a teammate or, or sometimes a family member. Because when you share your goal, then you have other people to push you. you, you're, com you you're committing to other people as well. I think that's a very important thing to do. The R starts, uh, stands for reasonable. How reasonable is this that sometimes in the way you might have to change steps uh, for the goal? And that's perfectly fine. Okay, This is not something that you set in writing and you leave it there and you never are able to work on it. It's like when we work in our programs and per, uh, we're uh, seasonal programs, uh, we prioritize our season and we, we make changes through the way. So it's the same thing. And then the T stands for, for time. Uh, what is the timeline that you give? Okay, are you giving it a month? Are you giving it a year? Or, or this is a four-year term? goal okay so again very important tool the goal setting okay um so moving forward okay i'm going to finish up with the last two slides okay i i would make it uh short so we can actually get into the debate here uh but okay so ignacio you you tell us all about these coaching um, skills and life coaching skills how do you implement them in your in your job as a swim coach that's what I do, right? I'm a college swing coach. What do I do with all these coaching skills and how do I implement them? Okay, so what I do, um, you know, I, I, I like to use this analogy is that I wear two hats, okay? And I'm actually going to use the two hats here. Okay, so the first hat is a, is a coaching hat, okay? As I told you, I'm here down in Miami, Florida. So we wear this, this hat to protect us from the sun. And uh, when I wear this hat, Okay, the, the athletes know that I'm being the, the coach, the swim coach. Okay, and when I'm the swim coach, I, I, I'm enforcing rules. I'm in the pool deck. I'm enforcing rules. I'm uh, telling them what I want them to do. Okay, what steps we're doing, what's going to be the, the workout look like. Um, um, there is no time for negotiation. There is no time for complaining. Uh, it's, it's time for business. Okay, and this is important that I communicate this with the athletes so they don't get confused. Oh, okay, well, are you life coach, this, that, no. I'm the swing coach now, and, and we need to get to business, okay? But then, uh, outside the pool, okay, I, I put my life coach hat, okay? So when I'm in my, in my office, um, you know, in their free time and voluntarily, okay, all these life coaching sessions I do with my athletes is completely voluntary. They come to my office, and, you know, we start talking about things that uh, they think is important for their personal growth, okay? And I try to keep a balance. Uh, when I put this hat, for me, it's all about listening without judgment, okay? Let me tell you, coaches, this is something very difficult to do, especially as a sports coach, okay? You're a sports coach. We're always judging. We're always correcting our athletes, okay? So going from correcting and judging to sitting down and just listening without judgment, uh, let me tell you, it's, it's a challenge, but it's something that we all have to experience. We all have to do it, okay? You've got to learn. we got to learn to, to listen better to our athletes many times, okay? Um, I was talking about my beginnings here. So I, I started when I took my uh, certification about five years ago. Uh, you know, immediately I started using those skills with my athletes, and I started with two or three athletes. Okay, I didn't want to overwhelm, and I wanted to make sure I was doing it properly. And um, you know, it, it, it happened that these athletes, you know, there were athletes that I already had established a relationship, and there was a trust, uh, and and. And it happened to see that these athletes started, uh, you know, achieving their goals in life. They're achieving their goals in the pool, and they were becoming a powerful uh, woman. And and 
it was very interesting to see this process as a, as a coach, uh, you know, and, and their swim coach as well. And uh, I'm to the point now that I talk to 13 to 15, uh, uh, I do 13 to 15 uh, sessions a week uh, with each one of my athletes. So it, it starts growing more and more because they understand the importance of this, okay? Uh, a couple of rules when I do this coach life, uh, life coaching session is that my opinion doesn't matter. Okay, I really put an effort to not give my opinion when it comes to a li- uh, to a growth uh, um, to a personal growth issue uh, situation. Right, I really challenge them with powerful questions for them to get to those answers. Okay, and very important that my truths don't matter. Each one of us have their own truths and each one of us have our own answers and that's very important to put in our heads when you're being want to be the life coach okay Um, and understand that each person has their own process and you cannot treat everybody uh, the same way okay and uh, i believe this is the last uh the last um slide okay um empowering one so so what i wanted to show here is and I'm sure everyone or most of you have gone through this process in your life where, you know, one day you wake up and, 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 and you ask yourself, okay, what, what do I do what I do every day? You know, is it, is it, uh, is it because I want to win? Is it because of the money? Uh, is it, you know, you, you, I, I have this process. I ask myself, if I'm going to keep doing this, putting all this time and being passionate about what I do, which, which I am. Um, I gotta have strong motive reasons, right? And, and I need it more than just I want to win a championship or I want to help my athletes uh, swim faster, right? And this is what the concept of empowering women came to me, right? I, I realized I had an amazing opportunity uh, in front of me to help make an impact in, in my athletes on a daily basis, make an impact in their college career and make an impact in their life. You know, that's something that they, it will go with them for the rest of their life. Okay. Um, I realized that I could make an impact on having them have better clarity when they make their goal. Okay. Sometimes you can, you can try this. You might ask an athlete that you think is very committed, what are their goals? And they might have no clue and they have no clarity whatsoever. They think, oh, well, I just show up and do what I have to do, right? So I think having clarity on what do you want in life is so crucial and important. Okay. So it's not what your dad or your coach tells you is what you decide that you want to accomplish and then push them in a daily basis to reach that their true potential okay and then the other thing so important is that self-confidence okay uh with our athletes i have uh, you know women that come to our program that their self-confidence is really really low right and and i think this process of taking responsibility of going from a catabolic to an anabolic energy it starts bringing that confidence in them that they be, become uh, unstoppable women and that is a very cool process to watch believe me um and, and to finish the the this presentation i want to tell you something very important is that this process let me tell you uh, ladies and gentlemen here in the in the chat that this process starts with you with yourself okay um these skills when i i remember five years ago when i did this certificate um that you know i learned all these skills and i thought great this is what i needed i'm going to start working with my athletes and what i came to my well what they told me my teachers is like well now you have to do one-on-one coaching with some uh with, with other life coaches to work on your own situations on your own issues on your own uh, limiting beliefs you, you start to 
you need to start reflecting and challenging your own belief system. And to me, that was a impactful. But but once you start going through this process, you know, you start really digging into into it. You start and you start experiencing that breakthrough of personal growth. Then you realize you have a lot to give to others. Okay. There is a quote here that I, I I'm going to finish with that I I wrote here uh, from a from a life coach uh, called uh, Jim Ron. Uh, he's an, actually a motivational speaker here in the U.S., very well-known. I, I believe he was a mentor of Tony Robbins. He's another very well-known uh, motivational speaker. And he says, uh, work hard on yourself and you will make a living. Work hard on your – sorry, work hard my, – my, my apologies. Work, uh, work hard on your job and you will make a living. And then he says, work hard on yourself, on your personal growth, and you will make a fortune. Okay. Sometimes as coaches, and, and we, we're always, we're, we're, let's face it, we, we're all hard workers here. We all want to get better. We get faster. We try to study the ways of, of coaching and all the methods and the weight room and the dry land and all this, right? And, and it's great. It's amazing. It's, it's really good to, to get the knowledge. But then we forget to work on ourselves and our personal growth. And what this uh, gentleman is saying is, if you put more time in working on yourself, on your personal growth, you're going to realize you have a lot more to give and you're going to live a, uh, a life of abundance. So with that quote, um, I want to finish my presentation. Uh, thank you all uh, for listening. And, and again, what I want to do now is uh, I want to open it for debate. Hopefully some people can give me some insights or, or how, how do you interact with your athletes? Uh, what are some uh, strategies or skills that you use? Um, you know, uh, I want to, I want to listen to all you. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, Nacho, Ignacio, thank you very yeah. much. I think it was awesome. Of course. Uh, I really, I really agree that this starts with you, with yourself. Uh, and, and honestly, if anybody in the audience has children and, uh, you realize that this is, this is what you do, try to do with your children. No? I know my, if I think about the way my mom raised me, my mom never, and I, and I did some very stupid stuff, you know? And my mom never yelled at me or never uh, hit me. She just sat down to me and asked me questions. Why do you do this? Do you think this was good? Then I didn't realize. Now that I, I, I keep hearing all this, I realized that she did something really good because I was never upset with my mom. I could do something bad in school and a teacher would have smacked me in the, in the face or I would get punished and I would do it again just to piss them off. You know? but, uh, but my mom was very smart in that sense. And she really always kept asking me the right question for me to think about it, you know? And I did some things that people would be like, whoa. Well, once my mom found out and she had a talk with me, I never did them again because she made me think about it and made me reflect. And I think when you have children too, when you try to teach your children, I, I lose my temper and I can get very upset that I have to walk away and I have to put myself in their position and I have to ask them these questions, you know? And, and, empathize with them and, and make sure that I teach them how to understand who they are and and then extrapolates to the, the swimmers you know I think that's a very important thing so I think I think I think that's awesome that you, you you're able to to share all this uh, I'm not sure there's not many coaches that have gone into emotional intelligence and have tried to because we don't have much time you know we're so busy into running energy systems and 
the magic pill and this and that that we forget about really who we are and how we can do things and sometimes just one sentence or one word can change everything so i hope i hope that there's some questions from other people uh, thank well, you very I, have, much. I have two questions sergi hi hey, hi nacho hey good job i really enjoy it very clear okay hey, Mark. very nice you know i love the topic so so i have two two points in sergio really sergio touch touch overall that coaches they don't really have the time or think they don't have the time to work on these things we think sometimes or many times that we have already the knowledge and the power to do it without realizing that maybe we get in the middle but i have two questions for you based on your experience that maybe can help us to see or not the benefit the first one is you start to do this uh, a few years ago and you started with a few people but if you look at the team because they, when you do it with one person, if the person transforms themselves, it may affect the whole team. What benefits have you seen by doing that? Because it's an effort. It's not something that you just do it in one day. What benefits have you seen in your team overall with doing the, this type of coaching in your team on the girls? And the next question after that is, what about you as a coach? You know, because if you become more effective, you can do things easier, isn't it? You can do, you can understand faster. So. Tell us a little bit about that benefits overall and then for you as a coach. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Mark. Thank you for the questions. Um, very good questions. Um, you know, you're challenging me now to, to uh, get a good answer. So uh, I'm going to start with the second question. Okay, as I said before, um, the biggest surprise, I guess I would say, uh, when I did this, this course, it was that um, I had to work this on, on myself. Right? I wasn't counting on that. And, and it's a pretty amazing, um, you know, pretty amazing process when you really do some work on yourself and you start really digging into your personal uh, uh, belief system and your core values, right? And, and start digging into some of those thoughts and what stops you from, from being, uh, you know, from getting to the next level? What stops you from doing this, right? And, and it was an amazing uh, journey for me. Um, one of the biggest themes, benefits, that has gotten me as a swim coach today is that it's helped me manage my frustration. I don't know, um, you know, coaches, if other coaches here will share with me that, you know, when, when you're so invested and so passionate about coaching and, and you just want your athletes to do better, right? Um, you, you fall sometimes into frustrations, right? You get upset when the, when the athlete is not working hard because you feel that they're going to ruin their goals and they're going to ruin their, their, their talents, right? And I think uh, uh, this uh, set of skills have helped me uh, to calm myself and understand that this is a process, right? And I'm not going to do any good by frustrating because sometimes the frustration of one will think, uh, will be transferred to the athletes, right? So that has been to me the biggest thing is to like be aware when things are not going the way I want. And then when I, I, I'm able to focus myself on the signals when there is one or two athletes that are really not uh, doing what they need to and they're 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 not in their best game and then i can think of having a, a session with them where we can touch on those things right um but then the benefits from the athletes is just amazing right what i've seen now i gotta be honest this is, you gotta be patient with this is not something that well i did a few conversations and all of a sudden they had a breakthrough right some of this the ones that invested more time you saw some results in two or three years 
Um, you know, you see them becoming uh, women, in, in my case, uh, you know, where their, their self-confidence grew, that they were very aware of their, their emotions while they were training, right? Uh, their attitude, you know, how they were uh, dealing with things. And, and part of this process was that I was able to have these conversations with them where I can look at them in the eye and tell them the truth and be honest to them, and they will not get upset because we've been we've been uh, making this a, a, a progression and we've been working on this together. So um, again, there's a lot of benefits when you do things like that. But I got to be honest, it, it doesn't happen with everybody, and I got to the conclusion to accept that you know some of them might not see some of these results until they they're done with college, and and I know that. But my job is to help them plant those seeds so they can slowly work on their own process. Gotcha. Well, go Miguel Angel. Go. I just wanted to use Miguel Angel just a second. It's because I wanted to know if when you work with somebody, because this is important for the coaches, I think, natural, is that I, I realized that if you change, if two or three people get something, the people, the team senses something different. People may want something and they start adapting to new way of thinking without having to force them. Because sometimes we have to force them. Hey, we need to do this, this, this way, think like this way. When sometimes you may work with somebody, does it happen that maybe other people start changing automatically because this is something different? Just because I just want to make sure that they understand that it's a benefit not only for one, yes. maybe a benefit I'll, like a domino effect I, for other ones. Absolutely. No, I see what you're asking. Yes, and, and that's what happened the, 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 the first years, about three, four years ago, when I started using some of the skills i started with two or three athletes right and and because i didn't i, I didn't have first the, the the knowledge to use the skills in a in a good way yet and i wanted to use with those that i had a little more uh, connection and you're very right like um they start um this when they're when somebody's working on their personal growth and uh, people around them notice and and it's very contagious and and the fact that I've had more girls come and want to, you know, start working on themselves. And this is something that they request. I don't ask them to do it. I don't force anybody. And um, it's pretty amazing. And I think it's been growing the numbers because they've seen the changes within each other. At the end of the day, our athletes, they're 24-7 together. Uh, they train together. They go to school together. And, and they know them, themselves very well. So they, they speak about these things. They actually, like, one of my, uh, one of my most amazing, uh, moments as a coach is when I see that they're having these conversations within each other. You know, they're talking about uh, life, co uh, you know, life, uh, personal growth within each other. They're challenging each other. That's amazing. I, it, it's just now they're they're working with each other to 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 be better and to seek more and uh, reflect more on their on their belief systems. And that and that's a pretty cool thing to watch. Okay. Um, Ignacio. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Um, first of all, thank you so much. That was a wonderful um, clinic, and I, I, I think we can all use a lot of this. And I love the part where you say, um, when we're coaching, we're all business, and we have to put the coaching hat, and when we don't, we put the all different hats, and sometimes they don't get that right away but everything falls in place at a certain time. Now, my question is, would this crisis be a catalyst for things to fall in place? Can we make it a catalyst? The fact that people are getting fired, people are not getting 
so much uh, money out of their jobs. Can swimmers wake up and use this crisis as a catalyst to put emotional bonding together? And how can how would you recommend that we do that? Thank, thank you, Miguel Angel, for that question. I mean, I think it's a very deep and a very, very good question. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think, uh, let me say this, I think uh, th there is more personal growth. What I see more personal growth is when they're struggling most. And that's something that sometimes as, as coaches, or at least I speak for myself, right? When I see them struggle, my first reaction sometimes, I'm, I gotta help them, right? I gotta do it for them. And um, the best thing is that if you allow them to, to struggle, right, obviously, watching and, and keeping an eye but if you let them struggle and and you realize that there there is a process of they're working on it right the worst thing is that when they're in the comfort zone and they don't want to move from there then you got to push but they're working on it uh it's when they you see the biggest uh growth right so in this crisis i think you hit it on the point and i think um there is going to be a lot of that that now all of a sudden uh, just reaching walls and and a lot of things that people had in mind maybe put now in a secondary uh, position, right? And I think it's an amazing time to start working uh, on your personal growth, thinking about others, thinking about uh, the bigger picture, how we make the sport better, how we uh, make our the team better, how how can I serve the team in a better way? And, and I think uh, that's what uh, that's where our job as coaches uh, will will have to even dig into these skills even more, right? Help the athletes look at uh, different uh, different levels of growth. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm answering exactly what you're asking. And I'm, I'm more than happy to hear other people if, if they have a, uh, a, you know, a second thought on this. Uh, Miguel, uh, I would say this is a perfect time to work about it, uh, but I think more in a personal level as a coach, you know, because I think we have so much free time, you know, uh, you guys, I'm not sure what the situation that you guys are, but I think I'm going into my ninth week in my house, you know? And so so for me, besides getting entertained, doing these talks and meeting people, and this and that, there's a lot of thinking. And, and more, the older you get, hopefully a lot of thinking for the situations that you have, you know? Like you said, if this thing keeps going on, I might have to fire a couple of coaches. And if this keeps going on, I might lose my job. You know, so you have to start thinking about many things and, and hopefully it can make you understand that it's not all about winning or it's not all about performance. It's all about growth. You know, it's about you have you have a beautiful kid and it probably has changed your life and the way you see things. You know, I know you said you were, you were young and, you know, we know we know how we get you and me, you know, and um and that has changed a lot the way you think and i think this is a critical moment for all of us that is gonna kind of like uh, change everything that we do our kids i know my swimmers i haven't been able to do anything with them besides talking to them once a week because i'm not allowed to coach them I'm not allowed to do anything. but they cannot wait to get together and whatever we can do to empathize and be with them and not to rush to be good it's gonna accelerate getting better make sense I don't know if I explain myself, but I think it's, yeah, I, this, is a, this is a great time to reflect. And you know, and and, and what got, Ignacio said, Ignacio said, it's that he started this to become a better coach without thinking about himself. And the first thing he had to do is to reflect on himself. And that's that's the bottom line, man. 
if we don't reflect on ourselves and what we think and who we are and why we coach, then we, you know, we're never going to grow. Everything else is useless, yeah. Yeah, it's secondary. Yeah. You can go to the Olympic Games next year, you can have a hiatus for 12 years and you go to the Olympic Games in 2036 and it's the same crap. The same people, the same competition, the same thing. You know, but yeah, I was um, sorry, sorry. I was going to add. Um, there is a principle in, in life coaching that says uh, there is no, there is no uh, problems or nor challenges, only opportunities. Okay, so uh, the moment that you start using this anabolic type of energy in your life, everything that you see, uh, even problems, uh, they become. You only see opportunities, opportunities for growth, opportunities for a change, opportunities to do something different that will make an impact, right? So I think that's a very powerful uh, uh, principle, uh, you know, to think about uh, when situations like we live in today. You know, uh, and I think it's very important to learn how to empower the kids. It doesn't matter the age, you know. Remember, I think one of the first talks that we had, I told you that it's very important to educate the parents how they talk to their kids, you know? And one of the things is like, the situation that I, that I gave you is, when, when Jimmy has a bad competition, it's, 50, it's 12 years old, has a bad race, comes out of the pool, and the coach looks at Jimmy. Jimmy thought they was going to make nationals at a very good time, swims really poorly, doesn't understand, comes out all, all confused and upset. The coach looks at him and says, Jimmy, what happened? He doesn't say in a bad way, right? but then Jimmy gets defensive, and then the, their friends become, Jimmy, but you thought that you were going to do this, but you suck today, you swam so bad. You know, and without realizing it, everything is like a snowball. Nobody's really being empathetic with the kid. Then the kid gets gets out of the pool, and the mom is in the minivan waiting for them, and was watching the kid. And the first thing the mom does is like, "Jimmy, today what happened? You didn't look good." And the mom doesn't say that in a bad way, but then Jimmy shuts up. So after all this happens, what Jimmy should do? What the mom should do is look at Jimmy and say, hey, Jimmy, let's go have ice cream. Let's go have ice cream. Or let's go, uh, 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 let's go to the movies or let's have a pizza. Whatever the heck is that Jimmy likes to do. Why? Because Jimmy then is going to feel unconditional love and unconditional understanding from the family, somebody who wants that. And then 20 minutes later, 15 minutes later, or whenever the movie's over or the ice cream is over, Jimmy's going to tell the mom, you know, mom, today I suck. You know, and I don't understand because I work so hard. And now you have the opportunity to really empower Jimmy to be better. Make sense? Now we move back track, back track. We were the first ones to put the bad seed in, in the kid's head because we're like, "What happened, Jimmy?" You know, and just a reaction like that—it's a judgment to the kid, and the kid is shut down. Most of them will shut down. I don't know if you agree or not, Ignacio, but it's very... Yeah, no, that's a, a very common situation that you see. And, 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 and that's what I meant earlier, where, again, in my situation, you know, we work with college swimmers, but I think, um, you know, start implementing uh, or planting these seeds uh, with early ages, I think it's very important, right? How you uh, challenge the kid uh, without judgment all the time. Now, I, there is a time and a place for everything, right? I think. Uh, there's times where you got to correct actions and, and, and you got to do it. But 
I, I think there is a, you gotta I think it's important to use these empowering questions just to challenge uh, you know their and re allow them to reflect on, on things like that. So I completely agree. I have a question, Nacho. What about coaches yeah. between coaches? You know, it's like we're talking about coaches and swimmers, and that's great. Yeah. But there's some teams, you know, this these skills probably are gonna help a lot to improve somebody to help to improve relationships because somebody has to start doing that, isn't it? Oh no, absolutely. Uh, and that's what I, um, you know, I, I think I, I said earlier, you know, you, you got to start with yourself. And I think, um, you know, with, between coaches, especially with that you work with, um, I think it's very important to work on communication, right? And, and, and to um, some of these skills to, to play them, you know, when you are communicating with the people you work with on a daily basis. And, and that's another way uh, of, for the kids you know, to watch that, right? They, they see, um, you know, some of this communication and then they apply it to themselves as well, right? Uh, but no, yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, it's very, very important to start with, a, you know, with the coaching staff, the leaders uh, of the team to, to, to push each other on this personal growth uh, process, yeah. <clears throat>